You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Uh. I've always wanted to do that little uh right when it kicks in there. Uh. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I mean, I've written a lot of songs, recorded a lot of music in my time. A simple little uh can just make or break the song. So you're getting lessons from me already. I'm teaching you music theory right now. Ugh. Even at the very end of it, when the funk dies down, you could bring it back alive with a little bit of a ha! And you didn't think this uh, hitting play on here, uh, on, on this episode of the Brandon Bishop Podcast with me, Brandon Bishop, you didn't think you'd learn anything today, did you? No, but you did. So the next time you write a song, I swear, I know it's going to happen. And we all write songs, whether it's just something that we sing in the car, sing in the shower, sing in the couch. It doesn't matter. We always write a song sometime in our head. Sometimes it's a goofy song. Sometimes it's a really killer hook. And you're just like, man, I wish I could record this. And other times you actually get an opportunity to go out there and express your talent and sing and, and, and just project all of your words and your emotions and your, and your range right into a microphone much like this one. And you're going to be in the middle of that song that's going to drop right into the pocket. And you're going to be like, oh, in the back of your brain, possibly in the forefront of your mind, you're going to be like, thank you, Brandon. Thank you for that. And then maybe sometime you'll be making sweet love to the person you love or somebody you possibly have just met. It could be a one-night stand, second-night stand, one-week stand. could be with somebody you've been with for 27 years. It doesn't matter. You're going to do something really good, and they're going to go, oh, And then you're going to think of me again. And it's going to be really awkward. Maybe you'll be with me. I don't know. Is there anybody out there? Anybody interested? Do something right to me. And I'll just go, oh. And you'll be like, oh. Oh, mind blown. Because not only did I learn this musical theory lesson from this man, but I just made him make that noise again. Okay, I'm already three minutes into this and I have not done anything worthwhile. Except for just drastically entertain you. Have you ever been drastically entertained before? <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says drastically entertaining. Yeah, that's what you get here. I have a list. I, I'm, I'm pen and paper old school. I got a list right here of stuff to talk about. I'll probably get to like none of it. <laughs> I made myself cough with that laugh. I'm laughing at my own self. Okay, this is what we do. I need a co-host. Anybody out there want to be a co-host? We'll just talk about stuff, you know, back and forth, ask me questions. I'll return the questions. We can just be drastically entertaining together. Maybe that's what we can call the new podcast, drastically entertaining. I like that phrase. I'm going to coin that. I don't, how, how do you coin something? You just put a quarter on it? Does it have to be a quarter, like be a penny? Look, I just wrote it down on a piece of paper. I'm going to put a penny on it. I just coined that phrase. 
Where did that, who coined the phrase, coined that phrase? Who coined it? Who coined coining things? You know what happened? I just drank a whole cup of coffee with super creamer in it. And then I had a really like a sweet tooth because I had some salmon for lunch. You know, salty ass salmon with a little bit of a mango pineapple salsa type of thing. Not salsa, kind of a chutney on top. So good. And then I got like a really sweet tooth right after that. So I put some like uh, whipped cream in my face. Like this, the whole thing, right in my mouth. About 42 times, it seems like. Probably not that many, maybe five, but... I feel pretty, I, I, there's, not, there's not supposed to be any sugar in this whipped cream. I, I don't know what's, maybe it's just a coffee. I, maybe it's the salmon. Maybe it was a, a fast swimming salmon, like right up the swim, stream, uh, dodging polar bears. Polar bears? Uh, maybe polar bears. I got polar bears in Alaska, right? And salmon in Alaska, they hang out. Uh, just dodging bears in general. Just this, It was the best freaking fish, and it died of old age, you know? And and it was it was such a talented fish, and then it ended up on my plate Covered in mango, pineapple, salsa, chutney. What do you call it? Not, it's, it's like a, whatever, like just, there's no salsa involved. So it's not really a salsa. A mishmash. <laughs> My mango, pineapple, I, I made it too. So it's, it's really good. And then it's, in, it's on my plate, and then I eat it, and it's energy from the fast-swimming salmon just literally just engulfs me, coupled with the coffee with a little bit of whipped cream on top. Now I'm six minutes into this and I have not, I have no idea which direction I'm going to, to discuss things, to cover things. All I know is that, uh, man, <clears throat> I really, for my entire adult life, whether it's my kids or somebody else's kids that I'm with, I've always tried to be a really good dad guy, you know? Um... My son is 15 in a couple months, and my daughter is in Detroit. Uh, I've just met her a couple years ago. We've been over this. She's been on the show. Uh, look it up if you're curious. Um, just met her a couple years ago, like I said. Uh, but she's like in her mid-20s and 25, 26, something like that. Sorry, I don't know that better. I don't even know my own damn age. I literally forgot my age a couple months ago. I was like, am I 48 or am I turning 48? I don't. I really didn't remember. I had no freaking clue. I had to count like <laughs> from the year I was born up and go, oh, okay, I'm old as shit. Got it. But anyways, man, um, I try to be a good dad. I really do. Um, but some of us dads out there, especially single dads, and uh, again, let me top it off by saying his mom's wonderful. His stepdad, who's with his mom, they're wonderful people. They really are. They work hard. They uh, introduce him to all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, my son, and he's into golf now. He's, you know, interested in doing Space Force, Air Force stuff. And, and he's in high school now. How the hell did that happen? That just started. But it's kind of gone from like, okay, we had, I'll say, 13 amazingly close years together. And now it's... Uh, who is this kid? You know, he's chopped all his hair off. He's when he's here, he's just in his room playing video games or glued to his phone or his new Apple Watch or whatever. Uh, you know, it's like I can I still have things to teach this kid. And the thing is, is I've made these, I've made every mistake you can make. So there's no better person to learn from than me. Okay, 
I, I like my parents, my family, we're not trust fund babies. You know what I mean? We're not, uh, we're not the hand me down kids. Uh, everything I have, and I say this proudly and not like obnoxiously. I, I'd like to think I'm not saying this obnoxiously because he does get obnoxious when people say this, but I've really honestly worked for every single stitch of everything that I have. Have I had help? Of course, everybody has help. But from a person in it, from a tiny ass family who, you know, and I tell my mom this all the time that she should be extremely proud of herself because she came from the ghettos, the deepest, darkest, rat infested, gross parts of Detroit with a mom who didn't treat her very well. And, you know, people taking advantage of her and I'll let her tell her own story, but it's a very shitty childhood my mom had and for her to live in this nice big house with this brand new car and this wonderful husband and all everything she ever wants try buying my mom something you you can't just get her an amazon card she'll find something but it's it's a success story and i'm so proud of her and and i'm proud of myself because i was there next to her and she and even my stepdad uh, frank uh, you know they got me out of the the depths of Detroit, you know, when it was really bad in the seventies and early eighties. And they took me down to the suburbs of Michigan, the Southeast Michigan, Wayne County, whatever downriver. Um, and from there, you know, I got out and moved right back into the shitty parts of Detroit. And then, uh, it took me, I, I'm not a nine to five guy. You know, some people are like, if you're gay, they're like, oh, I've always known I've been gay. Cool. That's awesome. You've always, know, you've always been gay. That's awesome. Cool. And then people are like, oh, very, very good. Yes, very good. That's, that, that's awesome. Cool. Whatever. It's just, here's the thing. I don't, and I'm going to get to this in a second. I don't applaud people for who they are. I don't applaud people for doing just stuff. Okay, you're gay. It's not a thing anymore. It's like, okay, everyone's, who gives a shit? Like everyone's bi, everyone's gay. If I met the right guy, I'd be gay. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter anymore. You know, I don't care about this history month and that pride month and all this stuff and that sure celebrate who you are. And that's great. I don't have to do it though, because I'm not, you know, it's like, I don't expect people to celebrate Brandon day, (laughs) even on my birthday. I don't, okay. I, you're that, that's you. I always thought those kind of things separated people. Like, look at me. I'm this. Like, okay, that's good. And and I love I love going to Pride Fest and things like that. I think it's hilarious. There's some of the greatest people in the world in and out and around those parades and the and the festivities and all that stuff. I think it's great. I just here's the thing, I don't if it was the 80s or the 70s or even more so the 60s, 50s, 40s, to any time before the 19 or I'll say year 2005, then yeah, you're you're a very, very strong person for coming out. You're a very, very strong person for standing up and saying, I'm black and I'm proud. Absolutely. But now, <laughs> it's, or, I mean... I know people are going to get pissed off at me. I'll probably run for some office someday and this will come back and bite me in the ass. You know what I'll say? I'll say the same thing I'm saying right now. I'm allowed to speak my mind just like you're allowed to speak your mind. Shut up. Am I saying that 
any of these things are bad. No, I never said that, and you're stupid if you think so. All I'm saying, and here I go explaining. I ain't got to explain myself for shit. I don't. I'm just saying it's a new, it's totally, kids these days, they think about what's wrong right now, but they don't realize how far things have come since they were really, really wrong. Like all these like white Republican (laughs) freaking, uh, we need to go back to the good old days. Yeah. Who were they exactly good for? When was America great to begin with? Um, the United States, and first of all, America covers South America, Canada, Mexico. That you, you can't just say you make America great again. I mean, if you want to make all those places great again, cool. But if you, it should have been like the MAGA people should have been the Musga, make United States great again. You know, it's Musga, Musga. <laughs> Uh, maybe make America, make United States tolerable again. Mustard. What can we do for RD? What can RD be? <laughs> make United States tolerable again. Right? Uh, <laughs> what could the D stand for? <laughs> Oh, man, the whipped cream has gone straight to my brain. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, kids don't know the struggle. Kids don't know how far we've come. They just want to, they need an excuse. And that's what riots and stuff are about now. And it probably was what it was about. Not really in the 60s and 70s because we didn't have social media and we weren't trying to get likes and appreciation and attention online. Oh, look at me. I'm really upset about this thing that probably has nothing to do with me. And I have no idea how far we've already come and that the, that the, the ball's already rolling uphill with a great trajectory. And I have no idea all the work that's already been done because all I see is here now. And some, my friend was mad about it. So look at me. Can you like this post? That's our uh, teenagers and uh, teenagers, my ass. That's everybody right now. Like, seriously. I, I'm not going to get into a Trump thing right now, but it's really destroyed. That bloated trust fund baby piece of shit, petulant child, little whiny little bitch has seriously. I, I don't know if it's he's been the catalyst for the destruction of our society and our community. But he is a figurehead. He is the, uh, he's the catalyst of it. He, he's divided. Even like dipshits like Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton and the Bushes and all that. Even them, at, to some aspect, there was no horrible division in our society like there is right now. Now, I don't know if he created it or if he just woke it up. Oh, if the president's a dipshit on social media, we can all be dipshits on social media. Yeehaw. The South will rise again. There'll be civil war. Fuck. I hate people. I freaking hate people, dude. I do. And, And I'm stuck in the middle of everything. Because I don't, 
I'm not one of those culture pride people. Like I'm saying right now, I'm not like I'm gay and I, okay. Cause I'm not. Okay, cool. I'm not, you know, Latino pride. I'm not that because I'm not Latino. I'm not black lives matter because I'm not black. Do I think everyone should be exempt? <laughs> if you think, I just think that separates people. I really do. They have to have something to latch on to. I don't have anything, not even a family name. I made up the name Bishop. You know that. I I don't have like anything. Am I jealous about that? I don't know. I'm, I'm actually asking myself. I, I don't know if I am. Maybe I am. I don't have like toxic pride is what I call it. <clears throat> I don't have that. In anything, I don't have a family name. I'm the first bishop, and you know my son's the second one, and hopefully he'll have some kids. I don't know, but I'm just, you know, I'm a I'm a white guy from Detroit. I don't know my heritage, I don't know my ethnicity, I don't know it, I don't care either. I'm not, you know, Irish this and Irish that. I'm not, you know, not none of I have. Not, what else do they have parades for? Everything Celtic pride. I. I don't, I'm not a witch. I'm not a Satanist. I'm not, and it goes for religion. I'm not religious. You know this. I don't, I, I don't see the need for it. I don't, I, I'm like stuck in the middle of everything. I hate ghetto gangster types that speed up and down the street. And this has not, this, there's no color attached to that, by the way. If you think there is, that's in your head, not mine. Um, I just, you know, the people that are thumping shitty bass music outside your house at 2 a.m. I hate those people. And at the other end of it, I hate, you know, the freaking, not, I'm going to say rednecks because sometimes rednecks are funny, but I, I hate the, the Trumpers, the Southern type Trumpers with the big signs that say, fuck Joe Biden, literally flying next to a giant street where kids are in the back seat looking out their windows. I hate those people. Of course, I hate anybody who has a Let's Go Brandon shirt on because A, you're fucking with me and my kid's name and B, you're just stupid. That was years ago. It was funny at first for like a week or two and now it's just dumb. And anybody who buys it, it's dumb. You, if you're wearing, if you own one of those, you have one of those in your dresser drawer, burn it. Otherwise, you're dumb. And not just because it's my name. I don't care if it was Let's Go Craig. You're still Dumb. Just pisses me off a little more since it is, you know, our name. But anyway, um, I'm stuck in the middle. I have no, I, I'm on my own island. Has that cost me people? Has that cost me opportunities? Has my religious views, my non-religious views, and I used to be pretty hardcore about it. I'm like t- 10, 15 years ago, I used to just totally shit all over people's religions. And I've learned not to do that because I've grown up a lot, but. I did it, and it probably cost me a lot of uh, opportunities, a lot of, dare I say, friends. And that's a bummer. It really is. I don't do it anymore. I mean, a little pot shot here and there, if one has been given to me, or if something's just outright dumber than shit, and you just have, I have, I feel the need to just point it out. I can't tell you how many times I've been on my phone and just like click, 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 and I'm like, staring at the send button like uh, and then I erase it discard I, I've done that probably a thousand times it, since Facebook existed or at least in the last couple of years when I've learned to just kind of 
zip my lip a little bit because my desperate need to call people out on their bullshit is just over freaking whelming. It's so real. It's so wow. <laughs> I don't, I can't control it at times. I've, I've written books as far as a, like a Facebook post, like a freaking novel on there. And it's like, ah, oh, just discarded. Who, who's this for? Is it just to make myself feel happy? Is that why we do this? Yeah, I'm, I'm like stuck on an island by myself looking around, looking at all the Trumpers over there and all the the woke warriors over there and all the you know people over there battling for a cause that has nothing to do with them just so they get social media attention over there. And then looking at all the kids over there that just suck and then looking at all the old people that fucked up this country and planet and just going, oh my God, I'm surrounded by assholes. Where's the people like me? Am I literally the only one? Am I the only one that speaks out? That talks like about stuff like this on a podcast? Am I literally the only one? I can't be. I cannot be the only one. <coughs> so what do I do? I don't know. I just... I don't even know if I'd like myself if I met me. I'd probably be like, God, that guy's annoying. Just shut up. Nobody, no one cares. Well, here's the thing. I give you an opportunity to choose whether you care or not. It's called the play button. It's also called the stop button. You don't have to listen to this podcast. You don't have to watch a Psy TV. You don't have to watch the a Psy TV life on the YouTube page. You don't have to do any of this stuff. This is all well within your control. I'm not sitting outside your house, you know, blasting wasp songs on my $5,000 stereo and my $200 car. I would never do that. I would throw up in my mouth if I was that person. I just would. I, I can't. I don't have an intentionally disrespectful bone in my freaking body. I just don't have it. I'm not the guy sitting outside of freaking, you know, this building here smoking a cigarette right outside the freaking door, forcing you to smell that cancer bullshit. I'm not that guy. I could never do that. First of all, I'm not stupid enough to smoke. Secondly, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. If I have to fart, I leave like the area. Ask anybody I've ever dated, like fi find all of them and ask them if I, you've, they've ever heard me fart. Probably not. It's an emergency if I have to fart in front of somebody, especially somebody that I would like to have, you know, <coughs> how do I say put their mouth on my stuff yeah, without saying that? I don't want to fart around anybody who's blowing me. There we go. <laughs> I don't want them to think about my asshole, you know, puffing out shit smelling freaking odors. I'd, what the fuck am I even talking about right now? I'm on an island by myself. And, and I do know a lot of people that are on this island, actually. It's a very small island, though. And all of the people that I know are extremely smart, extremely coherent, extremely uh, wise to the ways of the world. Most of them are over 40. I'd say probably all of them are over 40. And I'm, uh, I, I dig these people. I, but I need more of you. I need to find, like, and I, here's the thing. We are the majority, excluding myself and a few others, we're a very silent majority. 
And I'm not talking about, again, I'm not talking about what, how much skin pigmentation you have or whatever race you cling to. I don't care about that shit. None of that freaking matters to me. None of it ever matters to me. People think I'm ignorant to their causes and their struggles because I don't care about race or sexual orientation or your gender. I don't give a fuck. You can call yourself half dolphin, half donkey as far as you can call yourself a, a dolph donk. I, I, wait, what else would be better? Um, a dolph key. Uh, no, I like dolph donk better. Dolph a donk. Uh, a dolph a donk, yeah. You can be a Delphodonk. You can identify as a Delphodonk. You can identify as a Delphodonk who's half black, half Mexican, and um, a Delphodonk who likes uh, men and women. So you're a bisexual, biracial Delphodonk. <coughs> I'm still got a little tickle in my throat. It's driving me freaking crazy. So bisexual, transsexual. There we go. We add that to biracial, with some Asian, triracial, Dolphodonk. That's what you identify. You won't even hear anybody who calls you anything or leaves any of that part, any part of that out. Good for you. Awesome. You're a badass. Cool. Who cares? Who cares? None of us care. And if you care too much, then you're just looking to get use whatever cause that is or whatever struggle that is or whatever situation that is just to get likes. That's all you freaking care about. That's all the world cares about is getting likes and subscriptions. Trust me, my YouTube page is monetized, people. I need it. It helps me, that couple hundred bucks that comes in from YouTube every month. I'm like over the moon every time I see that. I'm like, wow, I just got paid to do that. That's cool. I've been putting shit on YouTube for freaking 11 years now and I've never gotten paid. This is great. It's just embar- <laughs> it's embarrassing, man. That that is what the world is totally about. Everyone thinks they're a YouTube star, myself included. Um but I actually do interesting shit. I was watching a YouTube show with this cute little girl, and that's probably why she could probably what 22 years old. She's sitting in her car. I think she lives in her car. Just sitting in it, not doing anything like Nikki Dalventhal lives in a freaking Prius and I have a crush on her and I love her and I hope she hears this and uh, falls in love with me back. And it just, this is the catalyst for the, uh, an amazing relationship from here on out. I hope that happens. I hope that happens. But she lives in a Prius with her dog and they do adventures all over the freaking country. It's fun to watch. You know, Van City Van Life, uh, Chrome and his dog, they're up in Canada or coast to coast having adventures. There's 50 of them, Kara and Nate. They do incredible things all over the world. And, you know, cool, that's cool. But this girl's just sitting in her car talking for like 15 minutes. And then I'm thinking to myself, you know, someone who gets 50 to 100 views per video, um, most for the SI TV life, I, I get a lot more for other things, but... I'm sitting here watching this going, there can't be more than, I'm guessing maybe because she's cute and she's only done about 40 videos. So it's not like she's been around long enough to really just, you know, be there in the beginning where everyone was getting lots of likes and stuff. No, no. She's been there like, like I said, maybe 35, 40 videos. Every single one of her videos had nearly half a million freaking views. I didn't even look at the comments or likes because I don't care, but 
a half a million views. So she's making probably a good two, three thousand dollars a month sitting in her car talking about I spaced out. I don't even remember. And it was kind of like this, oh yeah, so today kind of hungry, so I got some sushi from the grocery store. It was gross. That is what that that's it. She didn't take you into the store to show you the sushi and go, oh, God, this is gross while she's eating it. She didn't do any of that. Nothing, nothing sitting in her car in a parking lot somewhere. <clears throat> Meanwhile, your friend Brandon here has got like household names on there and, and going to every city in the freaking country and all these cool new places and restaurants and shops and antique stores and just constant van life stuff and having a great old time with it. And I get like dog shit worth of views. And I'm not, am I bitter about that? Maybe I am. But that's what I go back to. Did, did I piss off the world in the last like so many years ago when I was shitting on religion, when I was shitting on your politics? I still shit on your politics. Um, <laughs> but did I lose? Did I lose you? For some reason, people listen to this podcast like last week uh, was the lowest amount we've ever had, I think, or at least in the last year. And there was still over a thousand people that were listening. And that's crazy. Who are you people? Because, I mean, I get questions and stuff. You send them to my email, but I, I don't get a lot. I don't get a whole bunch of reactions. I don't have like a whole bunch of ratings. So why am I getting over a thousand? The, the most we've ever had was uh, 2.3 thousand. And uh, that was with, uh, <clears throat> I forgot who we were interviewing, but a lot of people listened to that one. But like last week, I think we had 1.1 thousand or something like that, maybe even under. Um, yeah, it was 1,000. And they don't tell you if it's like under 1.1 thousand, they'll just say 1,000. So anyway, um, barely over 1,000 people listened last week, and that's the worst we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> Not enough to get sponsorships. I'd do good with sponsorships, too. I would treat your business like it's my own, trust me. But not enough to get that. you got to have like 10,000 people listening. You have to have like 10,000 people on Instagram and 10,000 people on Facebook. and blah, 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 blah. We have 200,000 subscribers somehow on SI TV. I don't know if you people are watching, but I wouldn't watch right now because it's, fr- it's fucked up. <laughs> the whole thing is fucked up right now. Like we're, we're heading into this upgrade and right now everything is fucked up and it sucks. I'm having flashbacks of our first couple years when, uh, Jerry, the, uh, shitty ass developer we had was just fucking everything up. Like literally like everything would be scrambled. I'd have to go in and fix it myself. And then everything would be scrambled again. None of the thumbnails would work and the live stream never worked and all this shit. Now the fucking channel don't even work on Roku at least. Works everywhere else on the stuff that I did, but you know, it's I'm waiting on this upgrade and I gotta break a couple eggs to make an omelet, I guess. I'm just fed up with it. So yeah, no progress on that whatsoever so far. <laughs> it's fucking irritating. Super Ultra Megacon coming up December 10th and 11th uh, for the next four months. That's my life. Phone calls, emails, planning, strategy, coming up with ideas, just it's all about the Super Ultra Megacon. Some see December 10th and 11th, Colorado Springs Event Center. If you're in Colorado, you will be there. That's just it. There's no options. Uh, if you're not, make a trip. <laughs> Whatever. 
Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, I'm not going to talk about Trump shit. Fuck that. He's fucked. You know, and if you're still supporting him, you're an idiot. That's all I got to say. You're an idiot. You were an idiot to begin with. Maybe in the very beginning, I was even intrigued. Like, really, Trump? The guy from, like, he was just that WrestleMania, you know, the guy in The Apprentice. And, okay, whatever. We'll see if he's doing. Then he just turned into the biggest, dumbest piece of shit on the planet. Literally, piece of shit. And the dumbest demographic fell for it. And the first thing when people hear that, they're going, oh, yeah, well, you Biden, Hillary. I'm not a Biden or Hillary guy either. I told you, I'm on my own island. Biden's freaking 90 or 85 years old or whatever. He's going to be dead by the time he, if he runs again, he's going to put himself through another election season. Oh my God. Don't let Kamala Harris take over. Let any Andrew Yang, anybody give me somebody young and, and with new ideas and smart. I love the stuff that he's been doing lately with the, with the pact for the, for the veterans and, and, uh, the climate control and the infrastructure and everything like that. And the, the interest and the uh, dude, the stuff that he's been doing lately is stuff that should have been done decades ago, decades ago. When Clinton's dumbass was in there, when freaking the bushes were making things worse, even Obama, everybody's favorite Obama. He seems like a cool guy. Don't he? Yes, he does. But he was a shit president. Just like everybody else has been since Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who probably had shitty things about him as well. Since Kennedy, who was a complete piece of shit, though we all liked him. Carter was probably a better president than anybody in the last 50, 60 freaking years. But nobody gives him that kind of credit. Nixon actually did cool stuff before he became a dumbass. Seriously, look back at Jimmy Carter. Look back at Jimmy Carter, the mess that he inherited. It's very similar to the mess that Biden inherited. And I have really nothing against Biden. I have a lot against what he did in the day. Like, there was some really stupid shit that him and Obama, and even before that, that Biden was a part of. Yes. Um, there's been some stupid shit that's happened since he's been in office. Yes. But honestly, look at the shit he's been doing lately. And look at the stuff Jimmy Carter did. Seriously, you'll be like, oh, wow. Why don't we talk about Jimmy Carter more? <laughs> because we're stupid. That's why. It's a popularity contest. And Trump has destroyed and the people that he listens to. Don't give, me, don't, don't give him too much credit, okay? He's just a petulant child and... He's an empty suit, just like every other president, but damn. I mean, Trump did his administration, I'll say, did good stuff as well. Not much. <laughs> Not much at all, but some good stuff. You kind of have to. You just accidentally fall into it if you're a president. You can't just do stupid sh I mean, he did stupid shit for four freaking years and up until now. And I, I said I didn't want to talk about it. Fuck Trump <clears throat> and fuck anybody who voted for him. Um, the aside TV life, see, see, I told you I'm putting myself on my own Island. This because of shit like that. I probably lost 15 to 20 listeners right away. Oh, you don't like Trump, Biden, Hillary, Benghazi. <laughs> there are people out there that believe without a question, without doubt, that the Clintons own a pizza shop where in the basement of the said pizza shop, they eat babies. People believe that. 
So if you wonder why people are voting for Trump and supporting him so vehemently, it's two reasons. A, they hate the letter D so much that anytime it's before any other person's name or title, they're instantly going to hate them with all their passion. And B, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> like next level, like painful, unbelievable, outstanding stupidity. And if you tell them that, they will argue that you're the stupid one till they're fucking purple in the face. You're stupid. I I can't possibly be stupid. My candidate, Donald Trump, my Lord and Savior, Donald Trump, can't be stupid. Are you crazy? Fuck, I guess so. And that's all I'm going to say about that. The Asai TV Life is my YouTube show on the Asai TV, A-S-Y TV. If you don't know how to spell it by now, damn it. I'm not doing my job then. Um, The Asai TV Life on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe to the channel. Every Monday and Friday, we release, we, me, I release a new episode, and it's all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Van life, a bunch of top 10 lists, and a bunch of fun shit coming up. And uh, one of the uh, top 10 lists I'll be actually filming today is why I'm single. Now, I could give you the big spoiler and just tell you all those, uh, all the reasons I'm uh, single, 10 reasons I'm single right now. And I just, I'm, I'm itching for content here. I'm not going on the road again until the early September, and that's a couple weeks away still. And if I'm trying to release episodes every Monday and Friday, it's really difficult to keep finding all this content. I have another, like, in-town episode to release. I think I'm, like, four episodes ahead right now. There's a bunch of lists on there, like top 10 video games and top 10 this and that, uh, top 20 video games, I think it was. And then I've got another one... Um, top 10 ways to make something your life better or some shit, motivational bullshit. Um, see, I, I'm not always just negative. I can be motivational. Top 10, top 20 ways to make each day better. And then top 10 reasons I'm single. I'm actually going to film those when I'm done talking to you here in about 20 minutes. I, uh, oh man. <laughs> Again, I'm doing these top 10 lists. They're filler episodes, but some people like these more than the actual adventure episodes. So, you know, there's a little something on there for everybody. But the single one is, uh, it's really, uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be different. It's kind of a different flavor. Normally I talk about like, you know, top, top 10 places to park your van, top 10, but this one's going to be a little more personal and uh, it'll be out probably in a month or something. I'm going to film it today. Like I said, we're weeks ahead of time right now. I try to stay a couple weeks ahead of time. Therefore, when I go on the road, like I'm doing in September for like two and a half weeks, maybe longer, I don't have to play catch up or edit and upload on the road because that's a big pain in the, the grundles. But yeah, check it out. Go to the Asai TV YouTube page and uh, go watch the Asai TV Life every Monday, Friday. Uh, we'll get to know each other even better. If you listen to this podcast, and, and, and there's a few of you that do, just go over there and you get more. You get more Brandon. I can take up what those those episodes are like what a half hour to 45 minutes a piece that's like an hour and a half there you get an hour here i'm filling your week with brandon okay you get all the brandon you ever need and then you can watch a side tv it's only five bucks a month on well usually on roku apple tv amazon fire stick i'd go to a tv.com right now uh that's where it's guaranteed to work um until the big upgrade 
Yeah, and then you can watch Go There, Eat That, or you can watch me and my son with Father, Son, Spooky Ghost. You can, it's a bunch of Brandon on there, man. So if you just want Brandon in your life every single day, we can almost make that happen. Or just come over. We can have dinner. We can go shopping, hit an antique store or something. All right. Um, have I made myself clear about being on an island? How I may have pissed off everybody else, or I'm just disgusted by every. I'm pissed off at everyone else, and I'm just. I, I feel like right now in in my place right now in my little office here. I've, I just know that this, this shit. It's the way I think, man, and I don't want to think that way. I never did before. I was always very positive and very hopeful for humanity and society. But I think the older you get, you're just disgusted by what they've done to this planet, disgusted by what people think is important, disgusted about how people treat each other and how disrespectful and fucking stupid people are. I can't even go to the, like pick up my kid 20 minutes away without hating five people on the road, hating them. Now, is that my fault for just being disgusted with the way people drive and act? Or is it their fault for just being pieces of fucking shit? Excuse my French. I don't mean to cuss so much. I'm really working on that. I really am. But it just, sometimes the inflection needs to be there. I don't think it's my fault. And it shouldn't be my duty to call them out or confront them or just something as simple as a little golf clap when they do something really stupid or possibly, if I'm in the heat of the moment, pop up that middle finger. It's going to get me shot someday, isn't it? I don't want it to. I definitely don't want it to. I just, fuck, I get so angry. I get so angry at stupid people. I don't want to, man. I just don't want there to be stupid people. I don't want there to be disrespectful people. I want people to drive normally. I want people to not fucking make me smell their cigarette smoke or see them smoking around their shitty their shitty cigarettes around their kids. I fucking hate people. I don't want to hate people. I want to love people, and I love a lot of people. I have a wonderful circle of friends, a very small circle of family, but I, I, I love them so much. I'd do anything for anybody who's attached to a side TV, whether I'm happy with them at the moment or not, which a lot of them I am not. But damn, man, I'm, I'm sick of it. When did being ghetto and shitty just be, when did that, and being stupid, when, when did that become cool in their minds? It's not. Like I said, for the majority of people like me, we look at this going, what is that? What is that? Like, that's not, I guess this happens when you get older, man. And I don't want to be older, I guess. I'm just, I'm pissed off about a lot of things. Like, like what is music right now? Oh my God, it's like popular music. I remember, you know, growing up and we had like our, like the shitty music was just, wait, what was shitty music like back in the 80s, really, or 70s? 70s and 80s, there was really no shitty music. I think the shittiness happened when record executives and you know the rich asshole types in the music business realized they could make a fuck ton of money out of putting a piece of shit on a piece of digital format and throw it out there. You know, the shitty music came with the boy bands and the 
the pop stars, and then it just spiraled out of control with the Paris Hiltons and the Kim Kardashians and people that are just famous for being famous with no discernible talents. Oh, fuck. I'm resting my head on the mic right now. I didn't want this to be a negative podcast today. I didn't want it to be. (laughs) But you only got 15 and a half more minutes of me uh, bitching about shit. You know what? Um, I am going to turn it around. Um, I've lost a couple friends this month. And I've... I I think I talked about Josh Powell. He was... uh, I met him in the wrestling circuits, but I think I met him in 2007 when we did our first ACW show here in Colorado. And immediately I saw the kid and, uh, I call him a kid cause he's like literally was 10 years younger than me. I, um, I saw him and I was like, there's the guy, that's the guy I'm looking for. And I looked around at the other promotions. Nobody was using him to that level. He was smooth in the ring he had a he wasn't a big guy but he looked like he could fight he could talk good looking guy and uh i don't know how he passed away it's none of my business but um yeah no longer with us um that just happened a couple weeks ago <clears throat> it does it doesn't make sense to me like oh you just because it always comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, well, shh. <laughs> like, Josh? And we've actually stayed in touch over the over the years since, you know, I got out of wrestling, and I think the last time I actually saw him was when I booked uh, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson in Colorado Springs at the social. We had a sold-out show, and he was there, and he got involved in everything, and, it was, and I, I think he actually, him and the other Josh, actually drove them down from the airport, so... Damn, man. Um, father, young kid, beautiful wife, Christy. I, I, I just don't understand. Ah, shit, man. I, I don't, I, I've heard it was maybe a COVID thing. I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping he was, you know, vaccinated, whatever, but I'm not going to judge anybody now. It's just, if it was senseless, that'd make it worse. But I guess it is senseless because he was freaking... Whatever it was, he was 10 years younger than me, and he it had to be senseless. Probably more than 10 years younger than me. I just don't get it, man. I That, that was a cool dude, man. Um, in a wrestling circuit where I was a promoter and, you know, people love to talk shit about promoters, whatever. I, you know, it's not the cool thing to be, you know, my friend. He was always there. We always had conversations uh, up until this year earlier where we just talk and about the dumbest shit. And he always had, he was always, you know, asking advice. He's always very appreciative. And I don't know, man, I'm just, uh, that one, that one didn't make a whole lot of sense. It just sucks. Unfortunately, it's not the only person I've just lost a couple days ago. Uh, Jim Wolverton, uh, better known to everybody as Vernon Love, hunk a hunk of Vernon Love. He, uh, I talked to uh, my friend Nigel, who's uh, really close with Jim, and he said, yeah, Jim's in the hospital. He's not, it's not looking good. And I know Jim's always had health problems. He was missing part of his foot and everything. I, I believe it was diabetes, whatever. 
he, uh, not, not the healthiest guy in the world, you know, when I knew him, but full of life, full of energy, uh, dry humor. He would do anything. He dressed up like Elvis and let, you know, Luke Gallows and everybody just torture him for, for the camera, you know, and did odd jobs around the place. And he was kind of a, you know, that type of person just wants to be in the show, just wants to be part of the action. And to Gallo's credit, uh, he made him part of it. He gave him a whole new identity. No matter how goofy it was, doesn't matter. He introduced him to a whole new life. And uh, that's badass. That's I'm getting a phone call, of course. That's badass on him. Um, because he was marketable. I know why he did it. I would have, too. And Nigel, he's a creative little genius on his own right. And him, him and Jim just came up with comedy gold all the time, uh, with or without Gallows, whatever. Uh, and when I was shooting the Good Brother show with Gallows and, I'm sorry, Drew Hankinson, whatever you want to call him, and his family in Georgia, I got to meet Jim Vernon Love. And just, I was immediately started pitching ideas like, let's do a documentary just about this guy. Let's do a show with just this guy because he's that damn entertaining. Um, I'm not going to say he was talented. He was just him. There was no talent to just being yourself. If you're just being yourself, that's not talent. That's just you being yourself. If you gave Jim a, a 10 page script and said, remember all these lines, you'd be there all day. It's that's not what he was. That's not what he was good at. He was just good at being J- Jim Vernon love. He was just so silly and just like, you didn't have to tell him anything. Just point the camera at the guy. The greatest, I mean, I spent so much time with him. And, like, I'm not saying I've spent years with him or anything. But, I mean, over the course of six months, we spent a lot of time together. I made seven trips down there. And sometimes he'd pick me up at the airport, take me to the hotel, give me rides here. Because I wasn't van lifing it at that point. I was flying in. I've been to his house. You know, we've had multiple dinners together. Just been on the phone since. We uh, the, the the funniest thing we ever did was I we were filming at a tattoo shop in uh, Locust Grove, Georgia, the the Marked Society Two there in Locust Grove, and the whole gang was there. Gallows was getting some work done, some tattoos, and um, they talked Vernon into getting a tattoo. I said that'll be great for the car- for the that'll be great for the show. So cool. So I, I came up with an idea that. We'll tell him that Heather, who was uh, working with me at the time, and she was there, she was going to you know, put on some lipstick and kiss a piece of paper, and that would be the tattoo, a big kiss print on his chest. <laughs> and then I said, well, what if we tell him that's going to be Heather, but secretly it was Nigel? <laughs> this is all on the Good Brothers show. This is... If you've... If you need any reason to watch that show, this is it. Look at the Boats and Goats episode. Tattoos, Boats and Goats. So <laughs> he gets these lips. You know, we, we go into the bathroom and um, Heather puts on the lipstick so he can see her do it. She goes, I'm going to go in the bathroom real quick and, you know, make sure I do it right. Nigel goes in there with us. And in the bathroom, we put the lipstick on Nigel <laughs> and he kisses the paper and wipes it off real quick. And then we go back out there. Heather's still got lipstick on. And then um, they tattoo Nigel's freaking kissy lips on his chest. Like, literally, it's, it's there now, you know? Like, even after he's gone, it's going to live on. I think he put, like, a VL under it for Vernon Love or something. I don't know. But 
absolutely freaking hilarious. Um, but he was such a good sport. He was so he was he just laughed it off like I, you guys, you guys got me. <laughs> Who wouldn't have been just enraged? I, I mean, there's nothing you could do, I guess, but <laughs> fuck. He was just so cool with it and so laid back. And he was like that with everything. He took a thousand nut shots to the nuts from Gallows. He dressed up in his little Elvis suit and just, man, I, I, we all adored that guy. Everybody who met, whether it was Vern in love or just Jim, we adored that guy. And it's not one of those things you're just saying because he's not with us anymore, but you just, um, I'm going to miss being able to call him. And I, I, I think of death in a different way. I, I, I've covered this many times. I'm, I'm not afraid of death and death is just, you know, something that happens. And then you, the lights are out, you go to sleep you never wake up. There's no more consciousness. There's no more anything. Maybe your energy goes somewhere. Cool, whatever. But there's no, you know, pearly gates and all that stuff. If you think that, then you've been programmed to think that unprogram yourself. People embrace death for what it is and you'll enjoy life a hell of a lot more. Vernon Love enjoyed his last few years, for sure. I know he did. Yes, he was stressed out. Yes, he'd get pissed off at people, but he was a grumpy old man, and that's kind of made him even more endearing. So um, rest in peace, Josh. Rest in peace, Jim. Damn it, man. Stop, 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 stop. I'm tired of it, man. Like, (laughs) I know getting older, you just lose people. But I don't want to lose anybody who's too young to be lost. Like for the rest of you, my dear friends, you're not allowed to go anywhere until you're at least in your 70s, okay? Is that, can we make this deal? I'll try, I'll try myself too. Trust me, I've been working out every other day. I've been trying to eat right. Not really, but trying to eat right. And fuck, man. It really does suck. It just fucking sucks. I'm sick of losing friends. And again, it's even worse when you lose them, when they're just so damn young. I mean, Vernon was only in his, I think, maybe late 50s, early 60s. That's still young, man. He could have had a good 10, 15, 20 left, you know? Maybe more. Anyway. So that's the depressing shit. Um, what else? <laughs> I do got a couple questions to answer here that you guys sent in through the email. If you want to ask questions, send it to asitv.com. I'm sorry, asitvnet at gmail.com. That's uh, actually my personal email, so don't do stupid stuff, but just send questions in there or look me up on the Facebook machine or however, the asitv at the asitv on Instagram or the uh, YouTube comments, whatever. I get them from everywhere. And I'm thinking about two... Here's the thing. I don't have a ton of time, man. But I enjoy doing podcasts. I'm thinking about doing a couple more. Uh, We started doing the Asai TV podcast, but it was a YouTube thing. I think I'm going to eventually, maybe a couple weeks, a couple months, whatever. Maybe when I get back from this next trip, doing the uh, Asai TV podcast again. Just interviewing all of our different hosts and... uh, being on the road, you know, the, the whole thing, just covering all the behind the scenes stuff. And I'll still keep this one as a, a personal one. Cause this is therapy for me. Again, I appreciate you listening, but it's not about you. It's about me. 
I just need to get this stuff off my chest because if I do it here, I'm not likely to do it elsewhere. So, and I, uh, I get a lot of requests uh, to bring back. Uh, I'm not going to say a lot, like hundreds, but a few here and there to bring back uh, the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'll think about it. That's all I'm going to say. I get requests to bring back ACW all the time. Like literally every other day, somebody says, hey, when are you going to bring back Asylum Championship Wrestling? Like probably when I'm a millionaire so I can do it right. All right. I got, yeah, I'll just read a couple of them. (laughs) Okay, I got some mail, uh, some messages. Mail, like you mailed it to me, you licked a stamp and all that. Uh, Question number one from Desi. Desi? Desi, FMK cheat with. So fuck, Mary kill, cheat with. I guess cheat with's a new thing. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Game of Thrones? I'll fuck Star Wars all day because of, uh, oh, spam risk. Hang on. Hello? 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 See, you answer the phone and they don't even answer. What kind of bullshit is that? Oh, I got another spam risk. Oh my goodness. I get a a retirement employee card. What, What is that? What is that? Anyways, back to the point. Uh, fuck, Mary kill, cheat with. I never heard the cheat with part of it again, but uh, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Game of Thrones. Uh, I will bang Star Wars all freaking day because of Princess Leia, um, Natalie Portman, and even the new girl, Rid- Ridley, whatever her name is. Um, what's her name? Oh, my God. Is it? It's not Rin. It, yeah, it's Rin. Anyways, all the, all the leads, yeah. Um, I will marry Harry Potter because it's a feel good thing. And there's a lot of, there's eight episodes. So there's plenty of new stuff to hang out with lots of characters and all that never gets boring. I will kill Lord of the Rings because I've never watched it. I don't like hobbits. I, I, I read the books when I was a kid way before the movies. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. It just doesn't appeal to me. Plus there's way too many giant spiders and I know there's giant spiders in Harry Potter as well, but I just I, I don't even watch Chamber of Secrets because of that. It's usually and a little there's a couple in the in the final episode, but I'm just not into giant spiders. Um, and I'll cheat with Game of Thrones because oh my god, what's her name Emily? Uh, I mean I, you you have to cheat with Game of Thrones. There's so much sex on that show. There's flopping wieners. There's boobs. There's butts. I, I might go back and watch that just to get my uh, get my cheat on. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely gonna f the hell out of some uh, Star Wars. Marry some Harry Potter. Kill Lord of the Rings off. Don't care and cheat with Game of Thrones. That's a good question. I like that one. Um, <clears throat> two. Have you had any good tacos lately? Didn't write your name down. I guess you know who you are. Yes, I was at a place called Romo's in uh, Castle Rock, Colorado. They have these. You, they dip the shells, lightly fry them. I got a carnitas. Um, uh, shredded beef and a chicken. Damn, those freaking tacos were absolutely freaking delicious. 
and uh, I've been making birria tacos as well. And instead of the birria like consomme dip, I've been putting them in like almost like a like a chicken gravy almost. And it's it sounds weird, but oh my god, it's unbelievable. So lots of good tacos have been going inside of my face. Um, I ate at Alfonso's here in Colorado Springs, cool little place. Even though they always screw up my order every single time, and then they wanted to charge me eight dollars extra for adding onions to my tacos. Eight dollars so i made them take that off (laughs) i said i'm not paying that take that off or i'm just gonna leave and they did so but their food's really good so yeah lots of good tacos uh somebody on instagram asked me who's my crush let's see i'll be honest with it i like the uh grape uh crush the grape soda i don't drink it because it's sugar death but the grape ones are really good. Did I get any other questions? Oh, yeah. And some I put a questionnaire out on Instagram just for, you know, hey, let's ask me questions about Asai TV. And some dipshit. Let's see. Who's your crush? Da, da, da. Some dipshit says, not going to judge, but why? You could have asked a question with that. Like, why? Why be shitty? Like, seriously, it just bugs me. And I know you're not supposed to read <laughs> comments and things like that. And, and I normally don't. I don't care. Unless they're really vulgar or something, I'll kind of scroll through them. But why well, be shitty? Well, I'm not going to judge, but why? Like, who the fuck are you? What have you ever done in your life? It's an anonymous thing, so I don't know who it is. But who are you? have done nothing with your life. That was probably the highlight of your day. Maybe you're weak is being on Instagram. That's your, that's what you do. So fuck you judge. I don't care. (laughs) It doesn't matter why. I think I wrote back because I'm building a fucking business that relies on social media to build a community around my business. I should have followed it up with. So go fuck yourself. I don't know. Cussing a lot on this episode. I'm sorry, people. I know. And I'm already over an hour. So now you're pissed off at me. Now my mom's texting me. She probably just heard me. <laughs> oh, um, I got a hair thing done yesterday. I woke up, <clears throat> went to uh, the, the Paul Mitchell studio here, and my friend Robin uh, put some people to work on my head, got a pretty decent haircut, even though she's coming tonight to fix the fade on it because it's there's a line that I hate. It's like it's not faded very well. It's like this it just looks bad. Uh, but once that gets done, it'll be fine. Um, and I dyed it like gray and black. So I look completely different. My hair is crazy right now. It looks like a piece of broccoli is sprouted out the top of my head, but I like it. I wanted something weird and just different and unique. I was bored with my head and now I have a new head. So there's that. Um, but seriously, who do I really have a crush on going back to the question? Oh, geez. Like, crushes, like, I don't want people to think, like, crushes are a bad thing. Because everyone has crushes on somebody. Everybody does. I'm just going to go into my, uh, and I've been with some of these people, like, ex-girlfriends. Like, I have crushes on a lot of people. I do. I'm I'm looking here through my uh, text messages and messages. I see one, two, 
three, four, five. Oh, this Camilla girl. She lives in Canada. My God. Six, seven. Like I said, some of these are exes or ex-flings. Eight, Joy Anderson. My goodness. But most of these are not like, oh, I want to fuck her. You know, I'd spend my life with that person. It's always like, uh, God, she's beautiful and cool as hell. Chantel, Danga. I sometimes do another podcast called It's Complicated with her, and uh, we do the Call to Adventure show. Ricky, she's awesome and beautiful. Like, who wouldn't want to be with any of these people? Like, <laughs> and if you got a crush on me, let me know, please. I'd, I'd, I like to hear things. I mean, you'll get nowhere with me, but anyway. Um, top 10 80s metal bands. 10? Do I have to give 10? I can't put them. I mean, there's like Wasp. I mean, Rat, of course. Dockin', Dangerous Toys, Twisted Sister, Dio, Bullet Boys, Extreme. Oh, geez, there's, there's a lot. I don't really... I liked Motley Crue and like Def Leppard and Bon Jovi back in the day, but they're so just there now. It's like they're, they're still like still overplayed to the point where it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. They're, yeah, I know all the words. I'm good. I, I just... They're just too much. Just too much. I, yeah. Like, give me a rare song from Motley Crue and I'll be cool with it. Like, She Don't Know Me by Bon Jovi. Give me that. I'm cool with If I hear, oh, halfway there. One more time, I'm just going to jump off a high place. Not too high because I don't want to hurt myself. But I'll just jump off and be like, stop playing it and land on my feet. Same with Def Leppard. If I hear, come on in along like pour some sugar on me. Like if I hear that or Armageddon it or something, then we'll go just stop. But if I hear Animals, that's a cool song. If I hear uh, Heading for a Heartbreak, even that's overplayed, but I like that song. Photographs, my favorite Def Leppard song. I don't know. That that, that that's a lot to ask. Uh, top ten '80s metal bands. Uh, and does that like? Uh, like Metallica came out in the 80s. Like Megadeth came out in the 80s. Testament came out in the 80s. So I'd have to include them as well. I just got up. I actually paused because <coughs> I had to run downstairs to let my uh, Amazon guy come in. And I got a box. Oh, cool. So, yeah, we're going to end this episode with me opening up an Amazon box, which you can't see this, but... I got my MasterChef uh, kitchen utensil set. I'm happy about that because the current one that I have, everything tastes like plastic. Wow, these are nice. I got stainless. I thought this said MasterChef, not MasterChef, uh, Magic Chef. This says Mega Chef. So I'm sure these are going to be straight hot garbage. Am I wrong? That kind of pisses me off a little bit. They better not be that silicone shit, which I think, I think they are. You're kidding me. I already have these. Like, literally the exact same ones. It makes everything taste like plastic. Yep, they're silicone. It said nowhere on the description that these were silicone. That's just freaking fabulous. All right, well, what else do I have in here? Oh, I got a new, uh... Is this the right size? I guess it is. New water bottle for the van. Yeah, that's... Yep, that fits my cup holders. I have one just like this one, and I love it, so I got a different color. 
All right, so uh, what better way to end this episode? <laughs> I had to run down and uh, let my Amazon guy in. Fan-freaking-tastic, you're welcome for such a solid ending to a solid episode of the Brandon Bishop Podcast. So see you next week, and uh, I'm going to rinse out this bottle. I have a pee bottle, a new pee bottle coming in because I washed my old pee bottle in the dishwasher. I know that's kind of gross, but I rinsed it out first with Dawn soap and everything, so it's fine. But I still wanted to wash it like 10 times. And the cap like snuck through the grate and got burnt up on the coils of the dishwasher. So now it was leaking, and you can't have a leaking pee bottle. Otherwise, that's chaos. Yeah, van life, people. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.